Hey friend, welcome back to the Word of the Week. I am coming to you on Wednesday night. It is June the 20th, so two days since I recorded my last video. Um, it's only been one day since I actually posted that video. So um, it's a little delayed because I have to edit and all that good stuff. But anyways, I went to midweek today, midweek service at my church. It ended maybe two, three hours ago. And while I was there, before I went to church, all the things, I just felt like God was telling me to make a video. So I'm like, God, what do you want me to talk about? And I really just kept feeling like God just keeps bringing me back to Matthew 6. I know I've talked about it and talked about it and talked about it, but it's just sticking with me right now. I don't know if it's because of the current season that I'm in or what. Um, but anyways, I felt like God was putting that on my spirit. And then I get to church and the pastor, um, I don't know if he's technically a pastor, but anyways, I think he is. So our speaker today actually talked about Psalm 91, which was also amazing because one of my friends is going through a situation and God had put it on my heart to send her Psalm 91. And I know this is maybe a popular verse or you know, a popular chapter of Psalm, um, the book of Psalm, but I ha I'm not really familiar with it. I mean, I've read it maybe once, maybe twice, but I don't, I hadn't spent a lot of study time, but God just kept putting it on my spirit. So I looked it up, read it. It was perfect for what she was going through. So I told her, I texted it to her and I'm like, hey, you know, when you get a chance read this, I'm not sure if she got around to it, but she did end up watching the service tonight and I watched it as well. And it just ministered to me. I didn't really see how much it was hitting for me um, whenever, I read it the other day until tonight. There were just certain parts of it because I read it in the ESV translation and it was a little confusing about when God was talking and when the writer was talking um, or when they were speaking from God's, um, when it was God, yeah, whenever God was talking and when the writer was talking. So anyways, but today like the pastor, you know, he broke it down and said exactly what it was and yeah it was good so anyways i just god just wrecked me today y'all so i don't know if y'all can tell my eyes might be puffy um when the spirit hits for me i cry i'm a crier i get chills i get hot sometimes and i still have chills which i don't even understand but whatever the case like i can just feel when the the holy spirit just takes over and i'm just getting this revelation and he was just really speaking to me tonight. So um, I'm gonna give you a brief summary of the message today from church. And it was about remaining hidden and or remaining in God's shadow, put it that way. So he came from Psalm 91.1, which is 911. Help you remember that. Um, <laughs> anyways, it says, those who live in the shelter of the most high will find rest in the shadow of the almighty. And like I said, when I read that part, I kind of skimmed over it pretty quickly the first time, but hearing it today just hit different. So it was amazing because he just talked about being hidden and being grateful for being hidden and how whenever we walk in a room, we want God to go in before us and that we're in his shadow. And you know how on Peter Pan, you see them wrestling with, you see him wrestling with his shadow and we don't want to do that. We want to be God's shadow and follow whatever he's doing and walk in his protection and his love. Um, so his message was pretty much about that. And that was really helpful to me because it can be hard, you know, being on YouTube, 
um, feeling like your channel should be growing more than it is or wondering if it's making a difference or whatever. As I've told y'all before, and I mean, I've had affirmations and things like that. God constantly affirms me and tells me to keep going, keep going. But it still can be hard when you don't see the physical things matching what God is showing you. Obviously, I'm not trying to be out in front of everybody, especially not before it's time, um, if that is even what God has, has for me. I just want to make sure that I'm walking in obedience. So um, the verse that God was really putting on my heart in Matthew 6, um, I'm going to go back to Psalm in a minute, but um, let me go to Matthew 6 real quick. Where's my other Bible? Because I already got it open. Sorry, y'all. I got like a devotional book, two Bibles, um, the NLT and the ESV over here. I was studying out of my New King James version at church and my devotional because I did my I do my devotional before bed. I normally don't read devotionals anymore, but unless I'm doing like a Bible plan if I'm out or whatever, but a friend actually gave me this devotional and I picked it up and it's been hitting right on time every day um, so far. So I read it and I have something I wanted to share with you all out of that as well. But anyways, so the Matthew 6 verse that I wanted to talk about was, um, it's actually the end of Matthew 6. It's starting at verse 31. Therefore do not be anxious saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly, fathers know, your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, or tomorrow will be, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So, pretty much what God has really been putting on my heart is to seek first the kingdom of God and he's just been hitting me with that heavy lately like every time there have been some changes in my circumstances that could really cause me to worry um typically i would be just falling apart right now and i have held it together you know there are moments where i can find myself worrying but i just remind myself that god has taken care of me he's never failed me he's with me he reminds me constantly that he's with me and just spending that time with him just keeps me focused and remind, reminding myself to stay focused on the kingdom of God and not to look at my surroundings, not to look at what everything looks like and just focus on him. So that verse was actually what has, what got me to this point. And then when I get to church, they're talking about Psalm 91. And what specifically stood out to me was the end of Psalm 91 and I'm in the NLT translation when I read this uh, but it says the Lord says I will rescue those who love me I will protect those who trust in my name when they call on me I will answer I will be with them in trouble I will rescue and honor them I reward I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation so yeah I mean it's just so good because we can get so focused on everything else and what things look like around us and not focus on who God is. And I think that's where a lot of our trials come at whenever God is trying to take us into a new season. Everything has to be tested. He has to know that we can stay focused. There are going to be things that come up to try to distract us, to try to make us afraid, to try to discourage us, to try to make us give up, whatever. We can't give in to that. We have to continue to walk in integrity, continue to walk in love, continue to walk in peace and, and walk in hand in hand with God. We have to be his shadow. You know, we have to follow him and let him order our steps. 
But if we're looking at, like Peter, the wind and the waves, we may start sinking. But when we keep our eyes on Jesus, we can walk on water. So that's where I'm coming from with this video. I just want to encourage someone like God has encouraged me that if you're going through something, no matter what it is, if you're in a wilderness season, if you're just having a hard time, whatever, you're, you're just wanting to give up or not seeing the point or feeling like, you know, ever since you started your journey, all hell has, all hell has broken loose. I'm sorry, but it probably has. The enemy does not want us to walk in our purpose. He does not want us to realize who God has called us to be and to become that because we become a threat to him. We start taking over territory. When we start walking in the authority that we have through the name of Jesus, he is scared. He, We're taking his territory. You know, people can see our life and see that we have peace despite our circumstances, to see that we have hope, to see that we can still love and that we can continue to walk the way that God has called us to walk no matter what's going on. Even when we're in the fire, we know that God is with us. When we walk like that, people wanna know. People wanna know how we have that hope, how we have that peace. So when we're able to continue, we're able to go. If we don't go through the fire, we can't tell anybody how to do anything. You know, we don't have the experience. It's easy to tell somebody to keep their head up when you're not going through anything or you've never been through anything and you're just living your best life. It's like Job, whenever he was, you know, doing great, the enemy came and he was talking to God like, God, if you took your hand off his life, he would curse you. But you know what, Job did not, you know, yes, he had a lot of questions and that's all of us. We have a lot of questions and he asked God and God answered him and then restored him. So, you know, he was repentant of what he said and, you know, he realized his error, like, who am I to question God, you know? And it's the same way for us. We will realize, okay, yes, I've gone through some things. Yes, God has allowed some things to happen, but those things made me stronger. Those things prepared me for whatever was next to come. We may, it may not be years until years down the line before God blesses us with something um, or shows us why we went through something and we may never know. But either way, we can use our testimony. We can, you know, use the pain. We can use the strength that we got from the pain, whatever to go for. We just can't give up. We can't stop looking at Jesus. We can't stop focusing on the kingdom because of what's going on in our personal lives. It's bigger than us. And like I said, what's going on in my life has been, I mean, I'll probably share it with y'all. I'm just not ready to talk about it yet, honestly. But the the thing that's going on, like it's, it's serious, you know? And for some reason, like most people tend to worry, you know, when I talk, when I have talked about it with a few people, I haven't even told a lot of people because it makes people worry. Um, I'm okay health wise, but anyways, just throwing that out there but you know y'all be in prayers for me still because everything every area just cover me cover my family but it's just the financial aspect of things has just gone crazy and i know it's nothing but tests tribulations to come up and see if i'm really going to keep going if i'm going to keep fighting and keep looking to god instead and not just start moving on my own and start doing the things that i want to do so, you know, read, hearing Psalms 91, um, I wish I had my King James, my new King James version over here. Cause I like that translation um, better or how it was, how it said, how it was translated better. Sorry, y'all. Let me go. Let me see. I don't know. I haven't looked in this one, my ESV. I don't think. Let's see, where is it? Okay, so God said, um, 
in verse 14, 91, 14 through 16. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. This tells us if we keep focusing on God, if we're focusing on God, if we're walking in his, if we're abiding in his shadow, you know, and it's, it goes on the whole, I, I recommend if you haven't read it or if you haven't read it in a while and you're, you know, you need some encouragement, just go read it. If you need to remember that God is with you, just go read Psalm 91. But he's just talking about how he protects us. And when we're walking in faith and we're when we're seeking after the kingdom first, when we're seeking after God, everything else will fall into place. Don't allow the wind and the waves to distract you from what God is trying to do in your life. I have um, not only faced financial issues, but just different attacks in my life. And I know it. I know what it is because it's the accuser. It's literally things have come up um, from my past where I was, before I even was trying to walk with God, when I was still drinking all the time, just living a different life, the enemy has been trying to torment me with those things lately and i mean i should be able to forgive myself right because you know i i didn't know any better i didn't truly understand who god was and i hadn't been walking with him seriously i hadn't surrendered my life to him you know i believed in god but i didn't really have a relationship with god at the time so i was so lost and i did things that i'm not proud of and you know I could, I, I'm sure I hurt a lot of people, whatever, but the enemy has been trying to torment me with those things that I did when I didn't even know any better. So, you know, God used it to help me to look back at my past self and forgive her. But for a while, the enemy was really trying to keep me there and keep me stuck based on what I've done in the past. So, um, I was also in my study today, I read um, Zechariah 3 and... So in Zechariah 3, I'm not going to read all of it, but um, it's talking about Joshua, Joshua and it was uh, a vision, I believe. And it was, of course, anyways, but in the vision, Joshua was being accused by Satan before the Lord and the Lord rebuked him. You know, Satan was accusing him, basically trying to disqualify him, trying to discredit him, all the things that he does to us and I didn't I just read this part but this I didn't know this when I were I was at church but they even talked about this at church how we can how condemnation and guilt can make us um avoid God and not talk to God and how God still wants to talk to us but anyway so you know the enemy was trying to accuse me and make me look at the filthy rags that I had and it just really revealed to me the grace of God. I mean, that's in the Old Testament. This is before Jesus was born. So you, if you read the Old Testament after you've read the New Testament and you study and you actually, you know, study, study to really learn, you'll realize like the Old Testament is a love story that confirms everything and predicts everything and all the things that is to come. So, you know, God had already knew all of these things would happen. He already had a plan. He already had everything set up. So he he cleansed joshua you know he made him worthy it's him it's him who rebukes the enemy and corrects him and gives us clean clothes you know gives us a new life jesus died on the christ or on the cross and was resurrected 
and now his spirit lives within us. The Holy Spirit lives within us. That same power that resurrected Jesus lives within us and can restore us into who God has created us to be. So that is what is that that is exactly what's happening to me in my life. And then on top of that, y'all, like this was just so good. Like I'm telling y'all, I, I know my face is probably well, I don't know if y'all can see it because it's kind of dark in here, thankfully. But anyways, um, I read Romans 2. So that's where I fell at tonight in the New Testament. Um, as y'all know, I like I told y'all before, I try to read three chapters a night. Um, so right now, since I haven't read all of the Old Testament, um, but I have read all of the New Testament, I'm trying to read two chapters in the Old Testament and one chapter in the New Testament, but um, I'm, all, I'm actually technically reading two chapters in the New Testament because I do another chapter with the kids. So um, I study two in the New. We're doing the Gospels right now. So we're in Matthew. And so I'm doing two in the New, two in the Old, but I haven't done my Matthew with the kids yet. We're about to do that here in a minute. But anyways, sorry, y'all. I get distracted easily. But so... I don't even remember what all I was going to tell y'all about it because I know a lot of this was for me. But Romans 2 is all about condemnation and judgment. And, you know, we're not the judge. And I don't want to be the judge. Let me just be honest. I don't want to be the judge because I make mistakes and I don't want to judge someone for making the same mistakes I make or have made in the past. Of course, if I see my brother or sister in Christ struggling, I want to help them in whatever way I can, pray for them, you know point them the right direction in the Bible, but it's not my job to judge and condemn them. So anyways, um, it talks about who can condemn and who can judge. And as you all know, I don't know if it was my last video or the one before that, but I talked about, you know, worrying about what the religious people would say and things like that, and feeling like I had to have it all put together and all of that. And I've read Romans before several times because it's one of my favorite books in the Bible, but just reading it this time just hit different like i said dealing with the enemy accusing me dealing with everything else that i've been going through i just needed this you know and god reminded me that we can't judge like a true circumcision is going to be one of the heart you know and it's uh verse 29 okay so yeah uh, or sorry romans 2 verses 20 verse 29 it says, no, a true Jew is one whose heart is right with God. And true circumcision is not merely obeying the letter of the law, rather it is a change of heart produced by the spirit. And a person with a changed heart seeks praise from God, not from people. So it was just a reminder of all the things, you know, from what we talked about in church today, just really seeking to please God, seeking to walk in his shadow, seeking to, seeking him first, you know, um, and allowing him to change my heart. And there was another verse too. Which one? Where was it? Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. I should have took some notes. But like this was literally just a spur of the moment type of thing. Well, anyways, it was basically saying it's in Romans 2 somewhere. These words are so little. I'll be taking forever. But it was just saying how God's kindness was intended to change our heart and to help us to change. And... That's truly what it is. Whenever I started this journey, I didn't have it all together. I was still doing a lot of the things I hadn't been delivered from, of course. Yeah, and I just truly had a heart for God. I was truly seeking after God. And that's one of the things that the pastor talked about today. 
is how Saul, you know, when he was originally originally anointed to be king, he was hiding. He didn't want to be the king. He felt he, he considered himself the least in, you know, the tribe that he was coming from, the least of these, all of that. But by the end, he was prideful and arrogant. And it's like how, you know, whenever you're successful, you start to think that it's on your own and it's in your own will, it's in your own right. David, however, who's known as being a man after God's own heart, who God has called himself, you know, I can't imagine, like, I hope God will say that about me one day um, or is saying that about me now. But anyways, David, even through all his sins, you know, murder, adultery, all of it, all his sins, he was still called a man after God's own heart. And if you read the Psalms, if you read about David, you can just hear he's always pouring out his heart to God. No matter what, when he sins, he repents. You know, he goes to God. He doesn't allow his sins to keep him from God. And it allowed him to remain humble and remain him, remain close to God and to just walk in humility and continue to be blessed. So anyways, that's what we are all striving to do. You're not going to reach perfection. We're not going to get it all right today, tomorrow, or the next day. We're not going to get it all right until we get our new bodies and we're not living in sin. We're not living in our fleshly desires anymore, but we don't have to hold ourselves to who we used to be in the past. We don't have to look at our surroundings of what's going on now, what mistakes we might've just made, any of that. None of us are perfect. We just need to look to God. He loves us and we need to seek after him. And if you don't know what to do in your life right now, because that's literally where I'm at. Like, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. I don't know where God is calling me to. I don't know. I just know that I need to keep doing my videos. I need to keep focusing on the things day by day that he gives me. Not worrying about tomorrow, not worrying about next week, but day by day, focus on what he has called me to, just talking to him, seeking after him. You know, if you don't know what to do next, just spend some time in his presence. Talk to him. Seek first the kingdom of God. Ask God, what should I do today? Just take one step at a time. You know, he is the lamp at our feet. He's not lighting the whole way and showing us the whole future because we will be running off trying to make everything happen. He shows us the next step. He orders our steps. He will give us the plan, but you can't worry about what's gonna happen in two months. You have to really have the faith to keep stepping. You can't look at your circumstances. You just have to keep taking those steps in faith and trusting that God is gonna work it out, that he's gonna protect you because you're in his shadow. Anyways, y'all, I hope this has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. I hope I communicated it effectively, all the things, and I pray that blessings and favor come your way and i just thank you so much for taking the time out to watch this let me know in the comments below if you have any questions or if you want to share a testimony whatever the case please let me know in the comments below um, like share subscribe click the notification bell so you get a notification every time i'm on here i will see you soon love you good night listening friend i hope today's show blessed you be sure to follow us for new content and share this show with a friend also subscribe to my youtube page god's wit for videos to encourage you on your journey be blessed